Welcome to the Real Journey Podcast. My name is Patricia and I'm your host. In our podcast, we speak with entrepreneurs from all across the continent, listening to their journey, their stories. We listen to their inspiration, how they've been empowered. We talk about their fears, the risks that they've taken, and the challenges that they've had to overcome. This podcast is inspirational in nature and very organic conversation. Of course, our podcast would not be successful without our amazing listeners. So if you're listening today, I'd love for you to hop onto the podcast platform you're listening on and give us a review as well as share this episode with your friends if it truly resonates with you. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Journey Podcast. Today, we're speaking with Megan Nolan. Megan is passionate about helping other purpose-driven entrepreneurs to help their businesses thrive. She was so open about her journey in entrepreneurship, her mindset shifts, and how she has failed and learned from that failure. So it's such an inspirational story. I'm going to dive right into this week's episode and enjoy listening to Megan. Welcome, Megan. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So a little bit about me is I am super passionate about helping other purpose-driven entrepreneurs to thrive and also to help their businesses thrive. When you are feeling your best, that means that you are showing up in a place of confidence and clarity and feeling centered and feeling creative. And that allows you to really show up and shine. The thing is, is that as entrepreneurs, business owners with a million and one things to do, sometimes you can forget to take care of you. And so Mm -hmm. that's really what I love to help people to do because it's so impactful, not only for their health and happiness in the moment, but long-term, but then also impactful for their overall success of their business and the impact that they can make. That's so powerful. I know that I'm currently going through something where I am forgetting about taking care of me. So I think this is an important message to entrepreneurs. Um, How long have you been in entrepreneurship and how did you get into doing something like this? So I've essentially only been an entrepreneur other than the jobs that I had like in high school, you know, when you worked at the mall or whatever. Yeah. Um, So I, we were talking about this before. So I went to the University of Guelph, which is in Ontario, Canada, and I studied gerontology. And after I graduated, I was like, I am far too empathetic to go and work at a retirement home or a nursing home facility. And so I decided to do something very perplexing to my parents. I moved to Hawaii and became a personal trainer (laughs) 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 because, you know, one of the, the courses that I loved the most was organizational psychology, which was talking about workplace wellness and the overall impact of our health and happiness on our productivity over our lifespan. And so I started to recognize, and of course we did, you know, physiology and all of that biology stuff as well. And having been one that always loved to exercise, I decided, you know what, I'll take a more preventative approach to aging and I'll help people stay healthy and strong. And so I became a personal trainer. And then after a few years, I did a yoga teacher training because I'd been practicing yoga for about five years at that point. So, you know, I started out as an independent contractor working at a variety of different fitness facilities and yoga studios. And so that was most of my journey until about um, 
you know, like many of us until about two years ago when everything changed so drastically. <laughs> but slightly before that, I had shifted from teaching in studios to doing workplace wellness here on Maui. And so I was doing a lot of on-site yoga sessions for a variety of local businesses. For example, I've taught yoga inside all of the power plants here on Maui for Maui Electric in the, in the mayor's conference room and a variety of different financial institutions. So started to see the transferability of the tools of yoga and exercise because we all spend a lot of time at work and a lot of people, entrepreneurs also spend a lot of time sitting down in a very less than ideal rounded slouching position, which is taking a toll on our bodies. So really started to see the overall benefit of helping people integrate this into their day. So it's been a fun little shift. You are so passionate about what you do. I can hear it in your voice and just your, your actions and the way that you're just, you're lighting up when you're speaking about this. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you had um, any mindset shifts from when you kind of first got into entrepreneurship to where you are today. And if you can take us along what that looked like for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I'm sure we've all heard that quote by Jim Rohn of like, you know, success in entrepreneurship is largely <laughs> mindset and, you know, 80% or so, and then, you know, 20% strategy. And so for me, it was a lot of recognition of that because, you know, I would try to get all the freebies and do all the things and try to learn and copy people. And, and I didn't invest until later on and, and started to recognize once I did like, wow, this is so helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can actually have somebody tell me what to do and coach me. And because being somebody who has always been sort of a high achiever, hyperachiever sort of personality, I was always pushing myself and very critical. And admittedly, only up until very recently, have really started to be more compassionate with myself and be more celebratory. Like I would do a launch, you know, and one of my coaches would be like, okay, let's celebrate. I'm like, what is there to celebrate? I didn't get the goals and just, you know, and I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) You are a personal trainer and you can cheer other people on till the day is long. But when it comes to yourself, you have such a hard time doing that. And I know that that's the case for a lot of people is we have this you know, this inner dialogue, these voices, if you will, of the committee in your head. And a lot of times they are not cheerleading you on, not coaching you. They can be very critical. And so that was a huge shift for me to begin to witness that, listen to that, if you will, and start to take some space, which is ironic because yoga is all about like witnessing our thoughts and becoming more present. But I was so captivated, hijacked, if you will, by this ongoing chatter in my head of like, oh, you should do better and really starting to be intentional with my thinking. So that was a huge mindset shift of really, you know, beginning to connect to my big vision and truly intentionally embody that version of myself every day, you know, and really live from that big vision. And, and, you know, we've all heard that like be, do have sort of framework and that, that's sort of like, I got it, but I didn't really get it, you know? And so really having, using the tools of yoga and my daily practices to really be that version, think those thoughts, make those decisions, not let my mind, you know, be the running dialogue of what was stopping me. And, And that was, I think the huge mindset shift for me is just recognizing that I can be the creator of my thoughts and think better thoughts. Mm, so powerful. So powerful. How do you, how, how, how has this mindset shift, how have you seen it transform in your business? Like how have you seen it in your business to allow you to achieve what you're achieving now? So many ways, honestly, in so many ways, I think fundamentally, um, first and foremost is, 
it affected how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we are, are harsh and critical with ourselves, the, like your soul, your spirit, your, your true self is like, oh man, but I tried so hard, man, you know, and we get discouraged. And so I think, you know, having done a lot of work on my own and therapy and a variety of different modalities, recognizing that like I had been so critical and that was one of the factors that led to my depression. And I struggled with depression and anxiety for a long time. And I think that was a huge part of it. So when I started to be intentional about how I was thinking and feeling and treating myself, I started to feel better. And that in and of itself is huge because if you are, you're feeling better, you're in a higher energetic frequency, you're thinking better thoughts, you're taking more inspired actions because you're not like, in that struggle and that painfulness that comes from when we have those inner challenges. And so that is huge in and of itself. And then it shifted into a more empowering state of being of not letting that voice be the, you know, predominant voice in my head and, and taking a step back. And like, instead of looking at all the faults and the failures and the miscoming or the shortcomings and all of that, starting to, recognize what I had achieved and what I had done and like be celebratory, be more compassionate than critical and stop comparing myself to others and and start seeing that as evidence of possibility. And then really what it boiled down to is ultimately allowed me to decide that I was going to believe that it was possible for me to do the same thing that other people are doing. Cause up until then it was like, well, never going to happen. I don't know why you bother, you know, and all of that smack talking that happens, but <clears throat> really deciding to, to be all in with it and really trust and believe that it's possible mm-hmm. despite not having outer, outer evidence at that point, but yeah. staying in that place of hopefulness and trust. Cause that can be really hard when you're like, but I don't see it yet. You know, really challenging. So really, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's really, really challenging. No, it's amazing yeah. that you've been able to do that and come from a place of trusting that it's happening and, and that you're just, you're visionary and that you're able to see it and you just believe it's happening. That's amazing. Um, yeah. What do you think's been the biggest challenge um, that you've had since you started entrepreneurship? I think definitely what I've been speaking to about my own dialogue, but um, also too, it's just letting go of calling things a failure. Mm. Like, you know, if you have launch goals or what have you, and you're like, Oh, that, that was a failure. My launch flopped. It was a total failure. And realizing that like, you know, it's that whole like steps along the way and you're learning so much and like really choosing to look at it in a different way with a different lens. Cause we can, again, it speaks to that self-critical nature, you know, of like, Oh, well that sucked. You know, I better start over and like really starting to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe, maybe you didn't get to the goals or the opt-ins or whatever. And like Facebook ads were all a headache and all the things, you know? And so maybe that didn't happen, but what did you learn? you know, and who did you become because of that? And then like, and taking what you've learned and continually refining it, because that's another thing that I've definitely um, been working on with my coach and my accountability buddy is like, if it didn't go as planned, I was like, well, throw that out the window. Let's start over. You know, and she was like, why don't you just see what you can do with that? And, you know, play with this, play with that, try again, instead of like, Back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
yes I hear you on that one <laughs> so easy to yeah. just let it go and be like okay gotta start something new let's let's work this out I like that you're reframing um what failure is in business I think that's really important and in, in integral in um entrepreneurship specifically because I know that every entrepreneur fails quote-unquote fails at some point and it's more about the lessons behind it than actual like failing it's how you pick yourself up what lessons you've learned how you can move forward and seeing where that leads you and just trusting the process going back to that trust process um that trust statement that you said before so it's really really important so i'm really glad that you shed some light on that for sure thank you yeah and i think really what that speaks to and what it speaks to and also helps to develop is a resiliency you know, it's like that, that's that like bounce back ability, you know, and if we constantly just call it a failure, then it's going to be harder for us to sort of like pick yourself up and, you know, move forward. But if you're like, okay, well, that didn't go exactly as planned, but what about this? What about that? And then it helps you to sort of rebound and recover a little bit more easily and gracefully and hopefully quickly. Yeah. I mean, everything in its own time, but it definitely helps a lot. Absolutely amazing. What do you think has been your biggest accomplishment since you started entrepreneurship? I really like to help people have an experience of yoga that meets them where they're at. Because a lot of times, you know, thanks to social media and massive influencing and all the things, people look at yoga as something that's rather unattainable for them, unachievable. You know, that's like, oh, I'm meant to look like a Cirque du Soleil pretzel and like twist myself into <laughs> contortions. And they're, you know, as a result, are probably rather reluctant and maybe haven't tried it as a result. And so when people can have an experience of just being, literally, they just get to be, you know, they literally just get to have, have a pause from the ongoing chatter in their head to just have enough time to be still. And people have probably had that, like witnessing the ocean or like something beautiful, maybe birth of a baby or something like that, but like, don't relate that back to being yoga. Cause they don't think that's yoga, but really allowing people to have an experience with themselves in a way that lands in whatever, you know, that, that form is, whether it's through the breath or through the poses or what have you, but that's, I think, been an, a major accomplishment just to be able to share these tools that have been so ancient, so powerful for me, but so impactful for other people to people that probably wouldn't have got to try them before. Can you maybe take us through what that would look like for a potential client? Cause I know I'm interested. I, I've dabbled in yoga. I understand the basic concepts of yoga haven't obviously fully committed to it, but I'm wondering what that, what that, that journey would look like for your customer. If you're introducing them to this, this practice and how that would help them. What I like to do is I use what I have created is called the elevation method because we're constantly on this journey of elevation and expansion. And so it's, there's three pillars to it. And this is what I take people through when we work together, whether that's one-on-one or in my group coaching experiences. So we always, as Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. So we start with the envision pillar. So connecting to your goals, your dreams, what you want to achieve, what that makes possible for the people that you get to help for yourself, what your life looks like, what it smells like, all the things. So you're getting that full sensory experience because that's not only powerful for activating that feeling within yourself, but there's neurological like brain science behind why this is very impactful because what we're doing here is allowing your mind to see it and therefore begin to believe that it's possible because, you know, going back to what we started with, your brain will be like, no, that's so dangerous don't do this. No, don't go live on Facebook. Oh my goodness. What are you thinking? That's crazy. Right. You know, And so we start to do all of these 
activities so that we can start to familiarize essentially your brain with the whole experience. And so then we connect to that version of you that has already achieved all of those. So who is he or she? How does she show up? How does she walk? How does she carry herself? What's her routine like? What does she eat for breakfast? You know, like really go deep into it. Who is she being? In essence, who is she being, right? And mm-hmm. so what does what beliefs does she have? What does she let go of? And so what we're looking for there is who you get to practice becoming because really truly the practice of yoga is more of a practice of being and less a practice of doing. Yeah, you do all the things, but you do them so that you can become present. You can get grounded. You can get focused. You can get all the things that you're practicing, but you're actually becoming that because what we practice, we become. So we start with the envision. So say like one quality that the version of you that has achieved those goals is she's very focused. Okay. So she's very focused. So say you're like, okay, I want to practice being focused. So then we help you to create a morning routine because I'm a huge advocate for morning routines, because let's be real. You can say you're going to do it later, but it probably not going to happen. So do it first. And whether that's like two minutes or 20 or whatever time you have, you know, if you have little ones, it might be a little more challenging. So do whatever it is you can fit into your schedule. So you want to practice being focused, right? Cause you decided from your big vision, that's what it's going to take for you today. So now in that morning routine, whether you are, you know, doing that as yoga or exercise or breathing or walking your dog, whatever that's going to be, how can you practice being focused? And so what we do there is in yoga, you know, when you're standing on one foot and you're trying to stay in the pose, it's really important for you to focus your eyes on something that's not moving because if you're like looking all over the place, you're moving your head, it's going to throw you off balance. So we practice being focused. So what we use here is a tool from the yoga practice called a sankalpa or an intention. And what you're doing is you're thinking the thought, I am focused. I am focused while you are activating the feeling of focusing. So what we're doing here is using the language of the body and the language of the mind, combining those to create that new belief for yourself. You are focused. You're practicing being focused. So you get to be focused. So now you are focused, right? And you're activating that quality within yourself. And then from that place of presence and focus, you decide what are you going to do today? How are you going to show up? So you've embodied that new quality and now you get to express it. So you make a decision on three little things that you're going to do, right? So after you get off the mat, after you go into your workday, writing down three little things that you're going to do to get started so that you can focus on moving towards that big vision for yourself. So you envision, you embody, and then you express. And that's a little morning routine that I like to have people start with. Mm, I love that so much. That's so amazing. And I, I definitely understand the importance of morning routine and, and how important it is to set up your, your day for success. So I love that you touch on that a lot. So what's next then for you in your entrepreneurship journey? Where do you want to, where do you want to go next? What do you see yourself doing? Right now I am working on streamlining Going back to what I was saying before about, you know, when I would throw something out of the window and then I'd be like, okay, I've got to make something new now. So I have a lot of bridges, if you will. And so I'm really working on consolidating and making one big super bridge (laughs) so that I can take people on a very streamlined journey. So I've been, I've been making some steps towards that, which is awesome. And, and on that note, really working on um, refining my messaging and being consistent with my offerings so that I'm not like, Hey, I'm over here. Oh, guess what? I'm over here now. Oh, you know, and confusing. And so, um, that's what's next. And so 
that is what I want to really focus on for 2022. And then on the back burner of all of that is what I created at the very beginning of COVID was a really cool sequence that has been the um, driving force behind everything else that I created over the last two years. But it's such a cool concept um, in relation to yoga and, and the warrior poses that we use in yoga quite a bit. And so there's this whole framework within that, that I foresee becoming like a bit of a teacher training tool down the road, like teaching to other yoga teachers. But, you know, I want to, I'm, if I'm going to streamline, I have to put that on the back burner for a minute, but it's already <laughs> been back burnered a few times because yeah, anyway. So, but that's to answer your question, hopefully. That's amazing. <laughs> what do you think is one piece of advice you would offer any entrepreneur entering into entrepreneurship? Hmm. You are essential in your business and in order for you to be able to show up and really shine, you need to be a priority. And a lot of times we get so caught up in doing all the things that we forget that who you're being in those moments is just as, if not more important. And so really taking that time intentionally to align your body, your mind, your spirit, whether it's through yoga or like dance or exercise, whatever it is that lights you up to do that on a regular basis so that you're filling the cup, you know, cause we're like, especially in the service industry, whatever, you know, or coaches, consultants, we tend to just be like, sure. Okay. Here's some more of me. Oh, here a little bit. Oh, you know, and just give, 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 give. And then you can get to the point really quickly, which is why I know this because it happened to me of being exhausted, depleted and totally burnt out. And you're like, I don't know if I have it in me anymore. Oh, what have I done? You know, and so really making yourself a priority through the morning routine or whatever that is for you. But just really knowing that that's a high priority business activity, because literally you're you are your number one asset in your business. And so making that a priority is what I would suggest. I feel like you're speaking right to me when you're saying that message because this has been something I've been working on the last couple of weeks. Like, and I just feel like that message was right for me. So Perfect. Um, Megan, how can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about your programs, learn more about who you are and what you offer? I am on Instagram as I am Megan Nolan. And then I, I have an awesome little like gift. That's like a little three-step mini morning routine that we can share. If that's something that's cool, um, that really takes people through that three-step method that I was sharing earlier and, um, walking you through a little five minute video. And again, it's, you know, pardon, you can start, you can start with, two minutes, three minutes, or you can stretch it out for as long as you want. So that's a great little resource. Those three tips um, to create your mini morning routines. That's we'll share that with everybody. Put that in the show notes for everyone. Megan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I loved hearing about your journey. You had so much insight. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The Real Journey Podcast. Every Wednesday, we upload new episodes for you to listen to of wonderful entrepreneurs that have inspired and empowered us to achieve and do more. So check back next Wednesday for another episode with another amazing entrepreneur. And as always, if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to share on Instagram. Tag me, I am Patricia underscore ABD. And I would love to share and hear your insights on this episode. In addition, don't forget to leave us a review if you truly love what you've heard. Talk to you next week.